0: a woman actually emailed in and said that that story saved my life and I thought all right God like this is I hear you like this is what you want me to do well, until I'm not supposed to you know
1: Well, if you're a mother, this episode is for you. Welcome back to the A Wife Like Me podcast. I'm your host and your friend, Amanda Davison. And I'm so glad you are here for this episode. We are sitting down with Leslie Means. She's the founder of Her View From Home, and she's the brand new author of So God Made a Mother. You're gonna love this conversation. She's sharing with us just why she started Her View From Home, which if you haven't seen all of those amazing posts. You're going to love heading over there and checking that out, but also just how this book came to be and really the importance of as mothers, us finding us just really a community and encouragement and just just how being a mother is so vital and important. And so it's, this conversation is so encouraging. You're going to love it. Let's listen in on our interview with Leslie Means. Welcome. We are here for a special episode, a special conversation with a new friend. We are celebrating the work that her and her team have put out in their brand new book, So God Made a Mother. Leslie Means is here. We're celebrating and you yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the beautiful hardcover. I have the advanced reader copy, which is not like the finish so it's fine but it's not the hardback right like (laughs) it's different the hardback matters and it's it is it's beautiful so we are celebrating this message and if you're a mom if you long to be a mom if you know a mom this book is for them this book is for you and I'm so pumped to get to know you because you are the founder of Curve View From Home And I think if you're a mom, you've probably heard of it, seen Mm -hmm. some of the posts. It's just beautiful. And you share my same heart, I feel like, because here at a wife like me, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about all of our stories coming together to share these different angles that we're each walking through, that we each experience, Mm -hmm. and then sharing that to encourage each other along the way. So, so pumped to have this book out. And there's 90 different contributors to it. it. Reminds me of our book, Dear Wife. We're
0: so excited, Leslie. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for this, by the way. I love this. And I you're right. Whenever I, you know, I looking in your bio and all your background, I'm like, oh yeah, we get it. Like this is the same kind of concept that these stories matter. That's our, you know, base. It's those those stories are so important to share. And we want to give people that opportunity to share those. Yes.
1: Well, why don't you just tell us a little bit about that? Like, how did it, how
0: did you start her view from home? Tell us about
1: you. Do you want the long version or the shorter? You tell, you go wherever you want. You tell us whatever you want.
0: Let's start, Amanda. Let's start. <laughs> okay. are all day ladies. <laughs> <Surprise>! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's begin. Um, I was this farm girl from South Central Nebraska and as early as the age of six and I would love to know for you too Amanda how early did you know that that you loved like the writing and sharing stories and talking to people because I think I knew seriously at like age six that I wanted to do something in that because I would go out to our barn and I'd talk to our barn cats and I'd like have conversations with them. Like, I remember even then being like, man, I love talking and and I love to hear what other people think. And even as a kid, and that's probably because of my parents, my dad um, was a farmer, my mom's a nurse, was a nurse. And I I've just, I don't know if they just taught me at an early age that even though we were in, you know, small town America, I I felt like the world was this big place and I couldn't wait to learn more about it. And I knew everybody's stories were important even, um, at a young age. And so I went to um, college for uh, broadcast journalism. So I thought I was going to be this TV girl in New York city. Like that was my, like, I loved my roots, but I was ready to fly. And I was like, I'm going to, you know, like I'm going to, in TV, you start small, you you work at small um, news stations, and then you work your way up. That was the goal. I met my husband, this cute guy, in college. We both worked for Husker Vision, so it's the broadcast department of the university that does all the big screens and sports games and stuff. And we got married right out of college, fell in love with that guy, and he actually um, moved us to Houston, Texas for his first job in the NBA. So he's working his dream gig. He's doing some like, um, video work for the Houston Rockets for basketball, right? Like it's his dream gig. Well, here's this girl who thought she'd be this big city kid. And I, I was like, this is eight lane traffic. What am I doing? I didn't have a job. I was walking to target and I was like, just being friends with all the target employees. Cause I had no, like I had no one and it was 2005. So really social media, like that wasn't Really taking off yet, you know, the blog world. So I ended up getting my first job in Beaumont, Texas. Fabulous people, but it was an hour and a half away from Houston and it was a TV job. So I was driving every day, an hour and a half in and an hour and a half back. And I was, I mean, it's exhausting, you know. And my husband, again, being the good guy that he is, he was like, I think, I think you need, we need to go back home because in and Carney it's a you know smaller tv market that's where i am now it's like we'll go back home and we you can get your start there and then we'll keep you know moving our way up so he left his dream job in houston to come back to carney for me because i started working in a local tv station here and he didn't have a job right away. So he was rogue. He was like roguing cornfields. So like pulling weeds and things out of cornfields. Why I was working TV. Like, I'm like, Oh man, he's just, and that's important to my story because I talk a lot about how, you know, we didn't have any money and I'll, I'll talk about that more in the, on this long story, but I've always had support, always had support. I, I think it's so easy for people to look at my story and think oh that was so easy it was really everything was really difficult but since i had that landing place that was always huge for me so we got here i'm working in tv um i was only going to be here a couple years and um but then i had the chance to start a local talk show at the tv station and it was a chance to share stories um about the people and places in nebraska so it was great like Eight to ten people would come on the show every day. We talked for five minutes and then they'd leave and it was fantastic. So I thought, ah, we like this. We're gonna stay. We had two baby girls. And then when they were two and I think six months, I felt like something was missing. And my husband, by the way, had it, had he has had a good job by then. So he wasn't still just, you know, pulling weeds out of the cornfield. So I on paper. For TV, this job looked great. Like, you know, before in like when you're in TV and it was before I um, started the talk show, I was like morning anchor and weekend anchor and I would go in at 1 a.m. I mean, it was just really hard hours, mm-hmm. but this show was like, I'd go in at 6 a.m. and I'd get to leave at one. And on paper, it just looked amazing. I, you know, it's easy to look back now in hindsight and I always talk about God whispers and I really think it was, it was God. Telling me that there was more to my journey, this is why I get emotional because it oh was my gosh sorry. um because i I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but I was like, there's something else out there, like I am not supposed to just be in t v which is weird, and I was actually on the show interviewing someone, and then after the show, I got back to my desk, and someone had left a voicemail on my phone, you know that's when you still had the phones on a desk and whatever, and I listened to it and um it was a woman named Jan who said, "Hey Leslie, when you get a chance, give me a call." I knew her through the local Chamber of Commerce. I knew her kind of, you know, she'd been on on the show a couple of times. And before I gave her a call back, I said to myself, "Wouldn't that be cool if she had a job for me?" Not knowing at all that she would. I called her, and that's exactly what it was. She had a job that she wanted me to take, and I was like, "Okay," I'm gonna do it. Like, I'm gonna jump in. And I started working at the Chamber of Commerce. So I'm this like broadcast journalism girl diving into business. And the first day there, this is you'll find it's common for me to ball because this is my life. life. The first right, the first day there, she had me do a Google spreadsheet. Should be simple, but when you're broadcast journalism, like you just you have I had no idea what I was doing. And I went home for lunch that day and looked in the mirror and sobbed. sobbed. I was like, God, did I, what did I do? Like, did I just make the biggest mistake? Like, why am I doing this? This is, this makes no sense. But as, as life tends to be, I just had to wait and have patience. And I learned the business world and I met really incredible people. And I actually got a better connection with people in the business community that I wouldn't have had from TV because you had longer, you had more time to sit and talk to people. But when I was at the chamber, then so I'm learning the business side of how everything works. I missed that TV piece. I missed Mm -hmm. that creative vibe. And that's actually when I started Herbie from Home. And the only reason that we could get it off the ground, because I had no money, is um, I actually had two other founders with me at the time. And we won a business plan competition through the university that I found out about through the chamber and it was $10,000, which was like everything. And then I also would go to local businesses that I had met through TV and through the chamber and ask them to sponsor this website. And they like, it was not even hadn't even started. And they were like, sure, Leslie, we'll give you a hundred bucks. We'll give you 50 bucks. I mean, it was just like crazy how it even, uh, you know, got going in the first place. So that was, that's how the, The website really started was that combination of tv and business which i think now and it's uh, like i love telling that perspective even though it's kind of long-winded because i just am like i I can see how god has like orchestrated every little step of this journey and how when so many times i thought what the heck am i doing it was all part of the plan so that that's the startup there's a lot more i could go into but that's just kind of how it officially got started. I love that
1: though. And I just want to encourage anyone watching or listening with that. I'm thinking of the things in my own journey, and I'm sure you're thinking of some too yourself when that exact situation has happened to you where you're like, I think that God is saying to do this, but it makes zero sense. I have no idea why this weekend I'm preaching and I'm Uh, I don't think I'm going to share it anymore, but I was going to be sharing about how I took this detour, right? I'm doing air quotes if you're not watching on YouTube, but like a detour (laughs) where I'm like, what in the world? Why, Lord, are you having me quit my full-time job? Yep. makes so much sense that I have the perfect setup. I can work from home, from the farm that we just like, Mm -hmm. amazing. You're asking me to, I know you're you're prompting me to like quit that and then teach psychology, which I (laughs) will... i doing because i have such bad fear of public speaking what in the world like why are you i know you're asking me to do it but it makes zero sense you know um we need that income from my other job we all these reasons why like practically it just does not make any sense but i yet know that god is asking me to do something always trust that like just trust it just be obedient to that and cause it, cause again, like you can probably surely see the reasons why the Lord had you get that business experience, take a little detour here. I'm going to pour into you in this way. You're, it's not going to make sense. Maybe ever, but sometimes it might, you know, like, but, but this is where you need to be right now. Like this thing, this, this, whatever task, this, these people, whatever that looks like, just trust me here. That's so good. And. I love it because the story of like the faithfulness of just of God, like through this, you are going like this platform, this, this her view from home, this is going to encourage so many. You have like, you have no idea. Like that's what the Lord does with your Mm -hmm. obedience. And, and, and again, it's not going to look like it does for Leslie. Right. For you or for me or for her or for whoever, like whoever watching, listening, it's going to look possibly different because that's just how God is. And we can trust him with whatever that is. Unseen, quiet, the like all the things, all the places.
0: Um, And I tell our, our writers that too all the time. I'm like, you guys have no idea who is reading your words and you never will. But that's like God's purpose of doing that is just like you can be helping strangers from across the globe. And you'll never know, but it's because of the words you shared and the story you shared that helped them. I have one more story about it. Can I share it with you? Okay. So 2016, this is a story. Maybe you read about it. This is my like big time God whisper story. So my business partners had left. I was still working at the chamber and I was still running um, Herbie from home. So I was like working at the chamber during the day and Herbie during lunch breaks and at night and all that. And sometimes during meetings, whatever, my boss was great. She knew it. She's like, just get your job done, Leslie. And I went out to eat with my husband one night. I remember we're having a glass of wine and, and I'm looking at him and he's like, I think, like, I think if you want to make her view from home, this what you think it should be. You need to like, you need to quit all your other gigs and go full in on her view, which is terrifying. Because again, we had bills to pay. My husband has a good job and, and benefits, but not I still needed to bring in an income, right? And so I did. I took that leap of faith. And we, um, June of 2016, the website was almost completely broke. <laughs> like we pay our writers, which is important, but we we had enough money to continue to pay the writers and to keep the website running. But really I couldn't take in much income myself. And then that month we found out we were expecting our third baby. We have a, a little dude who's six and in that moment i feel like again on paper i should have been so panicked but i had such a, a peace the whisper then that i was like okay it's it's going to be okay like keep going keep going until you can mm-hmm. and we gave ourselves another about a month we refinanced our house so then we didn't have to pay our mortgage for a month and not long after that an email came in from a woman She said, Leslie, I've been praying about it and I think I want to share my story on her view. And her view was really pretty small then. We had like 18,000 Facebook followers and, you know, now we're like 1.4 million something. And so we were really pretty small. And I was like, yeah, I would, you know, I'd love to share your story. And it was actually a piece about her friend who had died by suicide four months after her baby was born. And we published that piece and we, um, the site was never the same. Like it just complete, like all of a sudden the the article was just viral and people found us. And then not long after that, a woman actually emailed in and said that, that story saved my life. And I thought, all right, God, like, this is, I hear you. Like, this is what you want me to do well, until I'm not supposed to, you know, like there's so many stories of this. Herbie is 12, actually, it will be 12 and like, well, this is like in April, right? So it, it's, um oh, every year along the way, it's been really, it's been really hard and it's been really good, but I can see God orchestrating every little piece mm-hmm. and I feel like I just will never know the impact that this site has had on women and and all these, all these writers who are so vulnerable to share their stories, like we'll never know, but like God knows and he's, he's kept us going through it all. So i know. I just... I just think it's cool how he just keeps things moving. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Not <laughs> such a mess. <laughs> oh, God,
1: it's so good. <laughs> and it speaks to the purpose of the, the importance of us being faithful and obedient, period. Like, right. to whatever that is, pausing at the grocery store to go over and ask that gal, whatever, or just say hi, but because you feel he's prompting you to do that. Um, yeah. Texting someone you haven't talked to in 20 years, you know, like, I, it, it, again, it doesn't mean it, the unseen work, the unseen tasks that God asks you to do are important to him, period. And whatever the results are of that are up to God. But yeah. all the job is always obedience in trusting that he's going to do whatever he wants with it.
0: Right, right. Um,
1: and that's the beautiful part in that um, faith walk for us. So how did then God made other how did yes. of the book come then? Like when did that how did that work into her view? Okay.
0: So it's another whisper story. <laughs> wow. So we have always known, like our team, we have we have such a great, like I have incredible. Like I caught their staff, but really I'm doing the air quotes again, their staff, but their family, like some of these, women, like these in 2017 is when I was finally able to hire some help and they really started for, with basically nothing. And they just believed in the mission and the project and what we were doing. So we've always known for a long time, I would say for, you know, six, seven years that we wanted to do a book, but we didn't, I didn't feel that that whisper feel. I didn't have the goosebump moments that I have a lot with her view I didn't know the title it wasn't there yet and then COVID hit and I'm in the bathtub in April of 2020 and I always say that's where all the best ideas come right because it's right. like you're in the tub. and again hindsight I think it's so interesting because everything was overwhelming but yet we were all shut down and I've it was actually quiet because I I had to focus on okay what's next, and so I'm in the tub and I thought so God made a mother duh that is such a good title because we have articles on her view it actually started with one called um, God gave me sons and it went nuts like uh, just viral all you know women loved it so then we had a so God made a grandma so God made a, a boy mom so God made daddy like. All these articles were doing so well because it's just relatable, right? It's just good, relatable content. And I thought, we got to, that's the book, like right there, that's the book title. And then got out of the tub, told our team, and they're like, yeah, like, man, we're, and we're almost like annoyed at the timing because we're like, are you kidding? Like, it's COVID just hit, and that's a great idea. So we like, we like, (laughs) I know it's like, no, we got to get to work. But we, um, yeah, we, we did the whole thing there. We we got our agents pretty quickly and um, got our publisher fairly quickly and just got got rolling. And And the book is, it's made up of new content from writers within the Herbie from Home community. So it was really hard because we had to, just, um, we had over 500 submissions. We didn't open it up to anyone outside of the Herbie group. And um, we had to, you know, like narrow those down even. And that was really difficult because... Uh, I mean, the stories are just, all of the stories are incredible. But what I love what we did, and I mean, maybe you've seen it too, of how we separated it, how we divided each yeah. chapter up. So, you know, it's really is, it's, it's divided into like, so God made a mother strong, so God made a mother faithful. There's different chapters in each section. So the goal of that is that every mom of any age can relate to the content in these pages whether you are a mom of teens or a grandma or you're not a mom yet or you have babies, I, I still think you'll be able to relate to the beautiful stories that these women are sharing and that was the whole, that's the yeah, whole goal. And that's the beautiful part and
1: because I feel like, again, Dear Wife is similar. It's not just one voice. It's different yep. voices. There's different experiences, yet we can all relate to them. Yep. So, and, and encourage, like, Encouragement is the word I walked away with after eating. Like I just my heart needed it, you know? Yeah. So it's so beautiful, no matter where you are in the spectrum of motherhood. So good. Yeah. So good gift. Um, what would you say, Leslie, mothers struggle with the
0: most? Hmm. What's interesting is... You know, since her view has been around for 12 years, the stories have really changed depending on what's going on. And the last few years, um, gosh, why does that make me feel emotional? I feel like a lot of us have felt really alone, <laughs> um, which I think, again, is another purpose of what, you know, what we're both doing here. Right. Of like building that community. I feel like that has been a big struggle, that that mental health of um being alone and trying to find your community and find help. But I also think that even though it's still a tough time and we're still getting out, all of, out of all the hardships of COVID, um, I think women are incredibly brave. And I think we are much better at opening up than we were even five years ago. Because the stories we share now, they people were not writing about that in 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even remember... You know, my first daughter was born in 2008, so she'll be 15 this year, and no one was talking about that. Like, no, like very, very few people were talking about, you know, postpartum depression and all the hard stuff in the early years. I didn't, I didn't have teens then, but I sure as heck didn't see anything really on teens online like that. And now women are just—they're being better about opening up, reaching out to another mom, and being like, "Hey, I'm, I'm with you. I've been there." Let's do this together. So even though it's still tough, I think we're we're better at finding that community now.
1: Mm. And don't you feel, I think, of the the fear factor that that is involved in motherhood, right? The worry, the I mean, I don't know. How old are your kids now? So 14, 12, and six. Okay. So we have similar ages, almost 14. So 13, uh-huh. and, and seven. Yeah. I, you know, you really have to think hard sometimes. At I
0: know. I was like, how old are they going to be? Yeah. <laughs>
1: but You know, I feel like in each season, the, the worry changes, you know, um, even last night we just had a situation where the worry in me, I'm like, oh, this is so weird. Like, this is a different kind of, uh, apprehension, um, a different kind of anxiety within me and isn't that interesting and I would have never thought that I would be experiencing this you know but that in 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 sharing in reading and seeing that I'm not alone in that (laughs) that other moms feel like fill in the blank you know that we're a failure that our kids are going to grow up and be jerks that you know (laughs) like what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like all the things and, you know, to, to like the, the antidote almost is like the fact that God gave us such community to live amidst and among, and then to, to like link arms and hold hands and hug and like me too. And thank you for sharing that. It's just, that is such a balm to, anything that we're experiencing and thus why i love the it's not just one voice it's it's all and yeah so i just i think it's just so important and i love that you i also write the tears of like i think we're just feeling alone and i feel you know and again like social media hello we're on it all the time yet we're not I feel like that's why this is also so important because when we go on social media, we're not just hearing or seeing most of what we see in here is good, 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 good. And how to, yep. you know, rocket that or tackle that or overcome this which is, you know, super can be super helpful too. But then you read like, oh yeah, you know, um, I worry that my child is whatever. You're like, me too. Like, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that I'm not crazy. You know, like, right. or like that. I'm just like not alone in that. And I think, I think that's why it's taken off. I think, like, yes, the the vulnerability just is so attractive, and that is what makes us feel connected
0: when we can feel and, like
1: unseen.
0: I love that you say that because I think I fought against that for a really long time when I was I had a. Somebody I was talking to about it, I, they were asking about those early years when I was building her view. I mean, the girls were so little, you know, they were like two and six months when when I really started. And I, um, I was like, I'm good. I don't, you know, I've never been a, I've never been a pick up a self help book type of girl. Like I just, I'm just stubborn, and I'm like, I would rather talk to people than like read it from that. Which is what I love about. So God made a mother too. It's more like story help, not like you know. Here's my expert, right, right, right. But um, when when my girls were little, I was like, I can do this. Like, I'm fine. I could do this on my own. And then the person I was talking to, they were like, But were you doing it on your own? Because that's when you were building her view. Because you needed that community. I was like, Oh, I was (laughs) like, That's what I was doing. Right? I was like, How did I not see that right in front of me? Like, I was building the community I needed. And now, thank you too for saying like. Social media is amazing, and the friends I've made and the connections I've made, incredible, but I still think the most important work. Um, gosh, one of my really good friends who's the editor, editor-in-chief of Herview, her mom always says, go home and love the people in your backyard. It is so important that we find people in our community go into their house, sit around their kitchen table, you know, read the stories in the book and talk and talk and share. And it's okay if you don't think or look alike. I still think that you will find out that we're more alike than we are different. And we have the same goals. We want to love our family well. We want to live good lives. We want to of Jesus, you know, I just think that there's so much more um similarities than differences. And I'm ho- I think I hope we're getting better at that. The world for the last few years has been just super angry on all sides, right? And I just that is sometimes I feel like that is another reason why God was like pushing us to just keep going because we really want to create this safe space where people of of all walks of life can come together and share their stories. And I think that's the good stuff. I think right there, it's that simple, that simplistic life. That's, that's, that's where the good stuff is made. Yes.
1: Yes. And that's not what we hear. That's not what, right. Right. Like, so it's just, again, so, so needed. So beautiful. What would you tell? What would you say? Or what do you want to say to the mom who feels, (laughs) <laughs> so overwhelmed. And so mm-hmm. like, barely, I, 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 I hear a lot, like, I'm just trying to get through the day. Like I'm just trying to, to get all the things, like I, there's so much going on that I'm, you know, keeping track of in my mind and all the things that I just have to keep the ball rolling. And, you know, I hear kind of phrasing, like, I just have to, I, I, by the time I finally lay down and put my pillow on or my head on the pillow, I feel like then it's just, I have to, it's almost like this, um, drudgery of like, even though yep. I'm like a mom and a wife, I feel like I just, all I just have to get through the next day. Like by the time I lay down, I'm like, Oh, now I just have right. to do it tomorrow. I just have to get through. I have to push through. Right. What would you say to her? Oh,
0: man. Two things come to mind immediately. Um, the first thing is I have, and I'm looking at a sticky note. God, I am just an emotional mess right now. My editor always tells me, she said, how do you eat an elephant, Leslie? And it's always that one bite at a time. So whenever I'm overwhelmed, which is a lot, <laughs> like a lot, I'm always like, okay, one thing at a time, one next step. My dad always tells me, he's like, don't wish away time less. And it's not a thing to make, you, you don't ever want to feel like, Guilty for not being in that moment. But I, I think there is, there's a lot of goodness to be found and discovered if we can take a breath and do one, one bite at a time, one step at a time. Um, and then, and then it's easier, you know, you can slow down all the noise around you. That's kind of the, the tip thing. But the, the piece that I always say and that I tell my kids is a tip that, um, a seasoned reporter in TV told me. God, in 2005, it was my first TV interview. Like I had to go live in the studio. It was about a dog. What's something happened about to the dog? I don't know. I was so nervous. I was overwhelmingly nervous. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And this fantastic seasoned reporter took me into the sound booth. And she said, Leslie, right before you go on air, I want you to tell yourself you're awesome. And it seems so silly. Um, at the time I was like, I'm awesome. Like what? And, and she, she laughed and she's like, just tell yourself that, like, believe it. And I have done that probably almost every day since I have to keep reminding myself, I am awesome. I am awesome. I am loved by God. He made me like this for a purpose. I'm not too loud. I'm not too, obnoxious. you know, I'm not such a mess. I am awesome. I am loved. And I tell my kids that and now they'll like write sticky notes to themselves, like joking They'll be like, I'm awesome to their sister. Did you know I'm awesome? And so I, I want people to believe that too. I think, I think that's where we get in our own head. You know, we try to believe the lies that we're not good enough, that we can't do this, that God made a mistake with us. That is, that's lies. We are awesome. You are awesome, and you can do it. You're already doing it, and you're an excellent mother. You're an excellent wife. Just keep going.
1: Mm, so
0: good. Emotional mess.
1: <laughs> it's so good. I feel. I feel that deeply, and I echo everything you said. And um, it's interesting. I, I hate. <laughs> that's a strong word because it is true. Public, yeah. public, I just. Oh yeah. However, the Lord has called me to do that. And along the way, um, I've really had to wrestle with all of that, right? And a few times ago, right before I was about to go up, I felt the Lord saying, because my fear, my doubt, all of us, I don't care who you are, right? We have fear and doubt that's going to come oh. in and be like, they should be doing it. She does it better. You name it, right? Whatever. You should be raising those kids. You're you, blah, blah, blah. Like, she right. never messes up like that. She doesn't yell at her kids. She doesn't, like, what? You know, all right. the things that come in. And I remember it was like the song, before, there's like a whatever, a song, and then you it's time, right? Or whatever. There's a little bumper. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was in the song, and I was like, feeling all the things, like, oh my gosh, I think I'm going to pass Crazy out. nervous. <laughs> like, I feel nervous for you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and and I felt like the Lord just kind of just imparting it to me, kind of asking me, like Amanda, just be who I made you to be. Like, oh, yes, and that's what I want you to do. I don't want you to worry about the the man twice your age that knows way more scripture than you do. I don't want you to worry about the the people who are gonna walk out because there's a chick preaching. I don't want you to think about whatever, pleasing anybody. I don't I just want you to be who I made you to be and enjoy being her. I literally felt like the peace just okay, I can do that. Why why does that make me I'm using my sleeve. I'm like (laughs) it feels so (laughs) if you're not watching on YouTube you need to because Leslie is what don't we're using that. (laughs) To <laughs> sleep for the. I
0: think, Amanda. I, I think the older I get, the more I realize that is all he has called us to do. Right? Just be who I made you to be. That is so. I'm going to take that with me too. Because I, you know, and even with all of this book press and everything, I'm like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you want me? Because I just say randomness and I'm like, I'm a lot sometimes, but I mean, maybe that I guess I'm supposed to be here because I founded the website. So here we are. Yeah.
1: But it, and it's interesting. It's like we in that lane, I, I'm super passionate about that, that each of us would be able to embrace all of us, like all of who God made us to be, because then it's like, then we feel truly like peace and freedom yes like i don't have to put on anything else that's right not who you made me to be i can trust that in all of this my personality my skills the the gifts the anything anything he's given us that we can trust that And any weak part of that because there are obviously we're still human that yes. he's going to show up in that and redeem it too so like when i do completely lose it or mess up or say I mean, I said I said a swear word once. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think I thought it was hilarious, but at this in that moment, I was like, "When you speak back and here again, oh my You know, and like, it's like God can redeem that, and literally, like, I didn't know that there was a woman there who that made feel like comfy. You know what I mean? It's right. just like, right? You use it all, and and even in our weaknesses, it's like, Lord, you make it so good when we make it about you and come back to you 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 redeem it anyway
0: so like what's there to even right and isn't it exhausting it's exhausting trying to be someone we ask to i mean oh and then you're right then he makes us be it it all finds a way to to come out what did it come out in the wash anyway of who we are and who we're meant to be and then when you find people too and that's that's another thing too, with the, with the website, with the book, all the things I have found the people who truly love me for who I am. Yeah. And it's really scary. Cause I've had to, cause I, I feel like for a lot of years, I was like, I don't need anybody. I have my, I have three older sisters. I'm like, I have my sisters. I have my husband, I have my kids. It's good. But I was still missing that, you know, close friendships from people in our community. And I've had to reach out. I have some really close friendships now, but it's scary Because I had to be vulnerable. And every time after, you know, when we first started meeting, I was like, I'd leave the whatever dinner and I'd be like, what did I say? Like, (laughs) (laughs) and now we laugh about it. They're like, oh, Leslie, it's fine. I'm like, I know. But like, what did I, was I obnoxious again? Like, what did I do? So when you can, when you can open yourself up and be vulnerable to that, which is terrifying because it doesn't always work. Yeah. You can find your people. That's like a whole other a whole other start to life too that I have only discovered at forty one
1: yes, I'm almost forty and i I say the same thing in the past two years I've found my safe it's really safety, i think yes, right it's like these are my safe people that I can share anything with, and there's no money and mm-hmm. and th- like no questions asked, you know, yes. and they're not gonna say it or think whatever they just they love all of it and yeah. I'm not too much for them. I'm not whatever for them, and that that is a hard. And that's a journey getting there to find those. People. Yep, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying right. like, again. And they'd be like, I don't think there are quite my people. You know, I felt right. a little, um, pushback when I shared something or whatever, or they right. said to someone else, and I was like, actually, I don't. Know. <laughs> are awesome, or whatever. Know. You know, like right. people, if it takes time to find them, but right. yeah thank you for sharing that anything else that you want to share
0: about the book about anything i um i don't know i sometimes i feel like god was pushing so the website's incredible and awesome and amazing and all these things sometimes i feel like the the whole purpose of the website was for the book and I feel like this book—I'm either right or really wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like—I mm-hmm. feel like the book is start of, of a the of big brand in and of itself, and a, a a bigger purpose to to get people in their communities around kitchen tables eating those casseroles. Do You say casserole or hot dish? Hot dish. Yeah, I know that's like <laughs> <laughs> <It's> casserole. <laughs> yeah, I knew I was going get back. Yeah. I like said it has hot dish. Um, my editor, she's from North Dakota. And so she, yes. to Leslie, we agree on a lot of things, but hot dish and casserole, right? There's some, but anyway, the whole purpose of that, sometimes I feel like, I don't know. I, like that is the goal now. Like that's the next big step. So I, I loved what you had said earlier of just being, being obedient, trying to be obedient, figure out what that means. Um, and then some of I mean, the God's gifts will be shown and it's just kind of incredible too scary scary but incredible
1: yes well ladies you have to get the book because it it's so and mother's day is coming up you guys yeah
0: you it's like it's perfect
1: can you show the hard copy again? yes it's this is pretty but it's just different so you can see it's hardcover it's beautiful it's got over 90 90 different contributors in the book so you're getting different angles and and um, stories and encouragement, and they're beautiful short stories to <laughs> like come on. So a gift. So God made a mother, tender, proud, strong, faithful, known, beautiful, worthy, and unforgettable, just like you. So by Leslie Meads and her team at view From Home. So, so beautiful. We'll link it and we'll link all the things in the show notes and then in the comments. But can you, would you mind praying over the wildest moments? Yes,
0: I could do that. God. Oh, thanks. Thank you for this. Thank you for the opportunity. We're so grateful for you. Please remind us to just, whenever we don't know what to do, we don't know the next, the next right step. To know that you have purpose in it. And that you are leading us there, even when we're confused, (laughs) even when we're often like, we don't know what we're doing. Just trust you and be obedient to what you say. And that you'll find a way you always do of getting us to that next step. Thank you for reminding us that we are all so awesome in everything we do. We are, we are awesome moms. We are awesome wives and you made us perfect thank you for that amen
1: ladies thank you so much for being with us leslie thank you for being with thank us thank you for thank this thank you for all of your work at her view from home for putting this beautiful project together i know it's a lot of work and um, so we're we're pumped and uh, just thank you all ladies for being with us for for watching for listening share this with a friend who needs to be encouraged who's a mama um tell her you're proud of her and that she is awesome or just say it to yourself, look in the mirror and see it yourself. So thanks again, Leslie. And thank you. We'll be back next week for an all new episode. Bye everyone. Bye. Friend, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? If so, Spotify's got a platform that lets you make and start a podcast so easily and then distribute it everywhere and even earn some money. It's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. And then you can distribute it wherever podcasts are heard. Even video podcasts are available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. But best of all, it's totally free and there's no catch. Ever since we've been using Spotify for podcasters at a wife like me, we've been able to triple our reach, reaching wives across the globe. And it's so simple. Again, we do this right from our computer. And again, you can do it from your phone. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or just go to www.spotify.com/podcasters. Again, www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started.